It's a blessing. It's a blessing to be here this morning, isn't it? Ain't God good? All right. Now, respect the people sitting next to you and, and behind you in front of you and try not to talk. Give me my few minutes, 35 minutes and 40, and then you can just go all you want. All right, all right, all right. We've been talking about uh, perfection in this church, isn't that right? That's right. And we, we, we are not afraid of the word perfect, isn't that right? Yeah. Now, is God perfect? Yes. Were you created in his image, right? Yes. So that is the goal that we're striving for, isn't that right? Yes. And see, so we're not afraid of that. We're not afraid of that word perfect. So uh, last week we talked about perfection. Uh, perfecting, and we talked about moral excellence. Say that, moral excellence, because that's what we're trying to be. Does anybody understand what I'm talking about? Now, we should be at the point, I remember, and I've told y'all, remember that? I've told y'all, I pastored 10 years unsaved, right? Pastored another 10 years as a carnal sinner, saved, but in the flesh, right? And now you got the best of the best. That's good stuff. Uh, I was... I was watching Tom Cruise in that plane movie, and that young lady said, oh, you're the best of the best. That just sounds good to me. <laughs> All right, so here we're talking about, we're talking about perfecting, right? We're going to go with it. We're going to roll with it, because that's what we're about up in here, right? We, we, we're not satisfied where we're at. Anybody satisfied where they're at is never going to grow. Isn't that right? And anything that ain't growing is dead, All right? And a lot of times, a lot of times we leave too much. I don't know if you ever see a garden. If you ever see a garden that's got a bunch of dead stuff around it, it kills the other stuff from growing, right? Well, we're going to fix that today because we're going to walk out here in the newness of Christ. And our word is what? Perfecting? Perfecting right. is to make completely free from faults or defects. And that's what we're trying to do. We don't make no excuse. We're trying to be what? We're trying to be completely free from faults or defects. That's what the whole gospel is all about. It took me 20 years to figure that out, all right? Come on with me. Perfecting is also to bring to completion or finish as to leave nothing wanting. So, so we, there shouldn't be anything wanting with us. Now, don't be upset because you're not there, but we're working to get there. And you can get there because I know you can get there because I started out where some of you all started out, and he got me there so you can get there. All right? It's nothing to do with a title. It's to do with your relationship with Christ. All right? And to be perfect is fully informed Skilled and complete and moral excellence. And see, that's what we're talking about. We're looking for moral excellence. Say that, moral excellence. That's what we're looking for, for moral excellence. The reason we have all these issues in the church, as well as outside the church, is we have lost our morals. Our morals and our principles are gone. They're shot. But we're here, Christ Temple North, are, are striving for moral excellence, right? And I love that word excellence. You know where that came from, right? You've been with me a long time. Let's deal with excellence. Yes, moral excellence is concerned with principles of right and wrong behavior. And so that's what we're talking about. We're not afraid to look in that mirror, in that spiritual mirror, to show us our wrong and our right behavior, right? Don't you want to be a better husband, a better wife, right? A better father, a better mother, a better friend, right? A better brother, sisters, right? Well, it takes moral excellence to do that. You can be an American and not have any of that. Guess where else you can do it? The church. But not here. Because that's what we're striving for. Isn't that right? That's right. Y'all need to talk back to me. I am talking to y'all. Y'all do know that, right? Okay, all right. <laughs> it is also the goodness or badness of human character. And we're trying to get rid of that. We're trying to get rid of that, 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 that bad. And that, that, we want to be the best of the best. Say that. I want to be the best of the best. 
I walk as Christ. I talk as Christ. I think as Christ. I have the Spirit of Christ within me. And so when we go to that, there, there's, it, it starts somewhere in our life. It starts, it starts in the temple. Do you remember now, Jesus talked, he went crazy in that temple, didn't he? Because they were doing what? They were defiling the temple, right? And at that particular time, it wasn't like it is now. You can come into the church or the temple any kind of way, dressed any kind of way, and looking any kind of way. But they, it was holy ground and sacred ground in those days. And so when he went into the temple and he saw that they were defiling the temple, he whipped everything out of there that didn't belong in there. Isn't that right? That's right. Well, you need to be Jesus. Ask me why. Start whipping everything out of your temple that don't belong there. Not a, yeah, whip it out of that. Even the temple of the mind, right? Satan gets in your mind. Who taught you to hate you? Who taught you to hate others? Do you understand? Who taught you to hate yourself, right? So we got to whip that out of our mind. Get it out of your head, right? Some of you in here, and I know some of you in here are allowing guilt to get in here. You saved. Guilt's gone. Shame is gone. Blame is gone because you're walking in the newness of Christ, right? You see, there are people who go back years ago to say, I know you. I said, no, you don't know me. You, that guy died. This is a new guy, right? You're a new person. We want to be new people in here, right? Quit carrying that old stuff around, and we'll get into that. All right, what? Oh, go ahead, read. I'm, I'm all excited about this message. All right. Moral excellence is also to have sincere love and true obedience to God and his law. Sincere love and true obedience to God. You see, you remember, there's appropriate love. And that's sincere love. You remember some of us, some of us wasn't born saved in here. Come on, say amen, somebody, right? And we, have, we use that word as just to be using that word to, in a selfish way to get what we wanted, right? That's right. But we talk about appropriate love, and, 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 and self-centered love doesn't work. We want God love. Say God love. God love. All right, that's called agape. Okay, here we go. It is also to go beyond surpassing good qualities, being the very best. We're going to go beyond just good qualities. That's average. Christians can't be average. That's right. right? Christians can't be average. We go beyond that. We should go beyond that. That's right. All right? There's a place that we want to go, and it's beyond that, right? right. We Christ tip of north, right? right? We're striving for excellence, perfection. That's what we do over here, right? That's right. All right. And the gospel tells us we should. That's right. We'll never speak that nobody's perfect. The only person you know is not perfect is you. All right. Amen. All right. Now turn to 1 Corinthians 6, verse 19 through 20 from the King James. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? So what, don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. If people get upset at me, I'm talking spiritual body, mental body, emotional body. In the physical body, you all have heard me say that how precious your body is. You understand? Remember, I've used that, that thing and people get upset that some people are digging their grave with their teeth. All right? You're supposed to take care of you. There you are. You're supposed to take care of your physical body. Isn't that right? All right? Don't, be, not, don't get upset at me. I didn't write any of that. Wish I had her, but I didn't write any of that. That's not from the Gospel of Johnny. That is from the Gospel of Paul, right? So he is telling us that don't you know like we didn't? He says, what? Don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? All right? It doesn't belong to you. All right? The Holy Ghost wants a place to live. All right? I don't know. You can go to some people's house and they'd invite you in there, but there's no place to set. Well, the Holy Ghost probably can come to some people's lives and there's so much junk in their lives, there's no place for him to dwell. 
So we got to clean that mess up, right? Here we go. Keep going, please. Yes, and the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. So we're not our own, all right? Yeah, you're not your own. You belong to somebody. That's right. Once you get saved, you ain't your own. You belong to somebody. Now that's deep. That's right. Okay. In verse 20, it tells us, for ye are bought with a price. Ye are bought with a price. Christ died for you. I don't care who you are in here. Quit looking down on yourself. Somebody loves you. And if you're in the body of Christ, there's a whole bunch of other people love you. Right. You bought with a price. Christ thought it was worth enough to die for you right where you were. Before you even knew him. Before you even had a, a Pentecostal experience, Christ died for you, right? So you somebody. Don't be afraid to be in here and be shamed. There's nothing to be shamed of. He died for you. All right? When somebody says something about you, tell them who died and left you king. That's right. Huh? All right. All right. <laughs> Therefore, glorify God in your body. So we're supposed to glorify God where? In our body. Uh, and that means we need to take care of our bodies. That's right. And I didn't want to scare you and go up there because it talks about all the moral sins and all the sins that we do That's and that right. we have done. But I wanted to get you excited about doing, being a new person in here because some people feel that they're, they're not worth it. Yes, you are worth it. Right. Yes, you are worth it. Right. You may not be worth it in the friends of your, your friends or your biological family and all that, but you're worth it in the eyesights of God. Now say what else, Pastor? If you're worth it in the eyesights of God, you have to be worth it in the body of Christ, and that is the people around you. And if they can't deal with it, then they're, they're living a lie. That's right. They're living a lie. That's right. All right? There ain't no big U's and little I's, little I's and big U's in Christ. We all equal in Christ. All right? We are also to glorify God in our spirit. We're supposed to glorify God where? In our, in spirit. our spirit. That's the little spirit. We glorify God in our spirit. That's why we have praise and worship. Praise. Let me tell you something. The only thing when you come to church that you can give God is to praise him and to worship him. The message is for you. Come on here. And that's why sometimes I look at some folks be sitting all like this, doing praise and worship. We don't have anything to give him. He don't need nothing from you. But praise and worship. Are you with me? We just might, we might have to do something after this service is over and, and get you all involved in the spirit. God is a spirit, and we must worship him in spirit and in truth. That's right. So we praise him in our spirit. That's right. Isn't that right? That's right. Yeah, all right. Again, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. They're God's. They belong to God. Let's go, because I want to roll and get all out right. of here. Uh, turn. <laughs> I feel so good. Yeah, it's, it's a good day. All you don't right. take no whole lot. That's right. You see, you know, you know sometimes the preacher pre uh, teaches big meals. That ain't healthy. That's right. You can't right. digest it. I'm going to give you something to digest, and we're going to just have us a great time. All right, here we All go. Right. <laughs> All right. Here now we we'll turn to 1 Corinthians 3, verse 16 through 20 from the message. You realize, don't you, that you are the temple of God, and God himself is present in you. And God is supposed to be where? In us. So when you come to church, who do you bring with you? So you don't meet him here. You bring him here. Isn't that right? Some people say they're going to church, and that's what, that's it. Right. No, I'm going to Christ's temple north. I'm going to the temple, and I'm bringing the church with me. Right. Amen to that? Amen to that. All right. So where does he dwell at? Amen. All right. You sure? Yes. All right. 
No one will get by with vandalizing God's temple. So nobody's going to get by, by by vandalizing God's temple. You know what vandalizing is. Are you vandalizing God's temple? Well, are you letting somebody else vandalize God's temple? You see, that we wouldn't have all this abuse and all this stuff going on if everybody would get this in their head and in their spirit. They wouldn't let anybody abuse them or misuse them. I'm talking about those that are old enough to protect themselves. They wouldn't let anybody vandalize that temple because they would say, this doesn't belong to you. This belongs to God. And I'm not going to let you bring anything into my temple that will evangelize me. I mean, yeah, whatever that word is. I said evangelize. Yeah. I'll let you evangelize to me. I don't even want to talk the word. It's so nasty. All right, keep going. God's temple is sacred. God's temple is what? Sacred. God's temple is what? Sacred. God's temple is what? Sacred. Read the rest of it. And you, remember, are the temple. You is temple. So you what? Sacred. You what? Sacred. You what? Sacred. Then treat yourself like that and demand that other people treat you like that. That's right. Amen to that? All right. Verse 18, don't fool yourself. Don't think that you can be wise merely by being up to date with the times. I'm so sick of this. This is a new day. Well, it may be a new day, but the gospel is still the same way. Right. Amen to that? All right, and because we got all this confusion and chaos because people are, are getting caught up into the culture of the time, right? This has been good for around here for over 2,000 years. And it's warning us that when we get caught up into this new day, if we're not careful, we'll go the wrong way. All right. Next, it tells us to be God's fool. That's the path to true wisdom. To be God what? God's fool. If I must be a fool, let me be a fool for Christ. That's right. Yeah, that's it. I've been saying that. If I must be a fool, let me be a fool for Christ, right? That's right. You see, you've been a fool for everything else. Try Christ. You remember them old songs, I'm a fool for you, baby? Yeah, and all that, right? Yeah, as Dr. Phil said, how'd that work for you, huh? That's right. So if I must be a fool, let me be a fool for Christ, right? That's right. Yeah, that's right. If I walk like a Christian, talk like a Christian, think like a Christian, then they make fun of me and say, you look like a fool. I say, yeah, but I'm a fool for Christ. Come on here, all right? It also tells us what the world calls smart. God calls stupid. I love that. Because, see, I told you I was going to clean my act up. So I'm going to call you what God will call you. He says, you're stupid if you get worldly advice. How many of you got worldly advice? I know a whole lot of you got worldly advice. Look where it brought you. Because worldly advice is stupid when it comes to the wisdom of Christ. That's right. All right? That means get out of self. All right? That's right. It's written in Scripture. The master sees through the smoke screens of the know-it-all. See, see, the master sees through the smoke screens the know, of the know-it-all. Yeah, he does. Do you know? Don't you know? I'm looking good up here, right? But he knows what's up under these clothes. He knows what's up under yours. He knows what's in your head. You can't smoke scream him. He knows who you really are. Say amen to that. All right? If you ain't got no shame, you don't mind it, right? You can't smoke scream him. You know, he knows all that trash talking. All right. You're not with me. You're not with me. I don't hear you. All right. Now we'll turn to Colossians 3, verse 9 through 10 and 12. I told you I was going to fly through this. Yeah, yeah, we're getting down here. First, we'll be reading from the voice. 
And don't go on lying to each other, since you have slawed away your old skin along with its evil practices. He said, quit lying to each other. In other words, we done got out of that old skin. We don't have those evil practices anymore. We don't even have to live a lie anymore, do we? Huh? We don't live a lie anymore. We done took off all that old skin. Say amen to that. That's good stuff. And we don't practice evil anymore. You see, you know, many times uh, some of us have been in church for years, right? We were in church, right? Amen in the preachers, singing, dancing, shouting, and doing all that. And wasn't nothing behind it but evil. Isn't that right? Leave the church and act a fool, right? But see, now we, we, we are different people now, aren't we? You see, we done took off that old skin. And we don't practice evil practices anymore. We talk to each other different now, right? We love each other different now, right? We respect each other different now, right? All right. Yes, we get rid of the old skin for a fresh new you. We got a, a fresh new who? You. A fresh new who? Me. A fresh new who? Me. That's when you're going to walk, somebody see you, want to walk out as a fresh new me. That's right. Huh? I ain't carrying all that weight behind me. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not carrying all, it's a fresh new me. And people are going to say to you, well, you think you're better than me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, be- yeah, yeah, I'm better than you, right? Why? Because there's a fresh new me. You see, some of you in here need to hear what I'm saying. You need to get out of your situation. Get out of your circumstance. Get out of your past. Get, get out of your past. Get out of your past. It's a fresh new you. Isn't that right? Someone saw me and hadn't saw me in a long time. I was doing I was someplace. He said, you look different. I said, yep. Because I am different. Right. It's a fresh new me, right? right? You understand? He said, you look younger now than you were back in the day. Yeah, that's one of my brothers. Back in the day, I said, yeah, because I ain't got all that stress on me and evil on me. I ain't acting like I was back in the day. So it's a fresh new me. You want to be a fresh new person? The Holy Spirit will do that for you. He'll freshen up your life. Yeah, he'll freshen up your life. He'll freshen up your life. By renewing all that old stuff that was in your life. Uh, I ain't going to be long, so you better eat all you can. I ain't got a few more scriptures here. I'm trying to help you get somewhere. Satan's lies. He is a Satan comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. But wait a minute. Let me tell you something. He can have that what he had, but he can't get this new one. He can have that old one, but he can't get this new one. Yeah, yeah. He can have my he can have my rags of shame. He can have my rags of blame. Yeah, he can. He can have my rags of guilt, but he can't have this new robe I'm wearing. Come on here, say amen to that. Say amen to that. Yeah, say amen to that. All right, all right. Come on, read. Come on, read for me. For a fresh new me is continually renewed in knowledge according to the image of the one who created. A fresh new me is continue what? Knowledge of the. And when I'm knowledge in the gospel of Christ, I know who I am. I know who I am. I have to have a last name for my security. Social security. But I ain't a fields. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. I like to put it, Johnny Chester Fields, child of God. That's right. All right? Come on here with me. And verse 12 tells us, since you are all set apart by God, 
made holy and dearly loved. So you, you're, you're set apart by God now. Come on here. And, and, and dearly, you're dearly loved. A lot of people do things to themselves because they don't feel nobody loves them. But I come to tell you this morning, Satan is a liar. Somebody loves you. There's somebody loves you you don't even know. All right? Clothe yourselves with a holy way of life. Clothe yourself with a holy way of life. Take off that old garment and put something on new. That's right. Huh? Yeah, I used to wear that board in the pulpit. Huh? But I had a new, there's a brand new me with a new garment on. Right? Up under these clothes, there's a bright garment, shiny garment. Yes, righteous garment put on me by God. Oh, yeah. Let, let me just, I just feel good. I feel so good about this, I'm going to tell you a secret. In the Old Testament, God was for them. Say amen. amen. In the Gospels, God was with them. That was Jesus. Say amen. amen. Huh? In the New Covenant, God is within us. Yes. Say amen to that. That's who's inside you. God's inside you here. He's inside you here. Right? And if God is for us, who can be against us? Come on here. Come on here. All right? Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness. See, you clothe yourself with compassion, kindness. Humility, gentleness, and patience. Get that, other, get that ugly off. That's right. Put some new on. That's right. Huh? And when you got this, you won't be all stressed out. Yeah, that other stuff stressed you out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, here we go. And now we're going to read it from the message. You're done with that old life. We, I say it, I am done. I am done. With that old life. With that old life. All right, all right. When you walk out here, don't just leave it here. Take it home with you for the rest of your entire life. You see? Don't come back here and look at me. Don't come back in here and suddenly need to be redressed. Keep this garment on you. Uh. <laughs> it's like a filthy set of ill-fitting clothes it's, you've It don't off. fit me anymore. It's filthy. I don't put nothing on filthy anymore. That old garment of shame, blaming, huh? And non-forgiveness. It don't fit me anymore. I threw that in the trash. Come on. Somebody ought to be saying amen to me up amen in here. Yeah, somebody ought to walk out here and say, I will never dress the same again. That's right. right. I will never wear that old garment again. Right. Ever. Right. You can talk. You may see it. But it, if you're looking for it, you better go to the trash because that's where I put it because I'll never wear that again. I'll never wear that again. Come on here. Oh, yes. It's all right to get, it's all right to shout about that. It's all right to shout about that. Yeah, God's giving you something new today. He's giving you a new garment to wear today. Huh? Get rid of the old. Don't hold on to it. Get rid of it. Oh, yes, yes, yes. What verse am I at? Uh, verse 10. I'm at verse 10. All right. Yes, and it tells us now you are dressed in a new wardrobe. We are dressed in a new wardrobe. Looking all fine. That's right. Huh? Looking fine now. I got a new wardrobe now. All shiny. Huh? I got all, come on here. You see? You want a new wardrobe? Just put it on now. Just put it on now. There it is. It's yours today. And I, let me tell you something. I ain't going to let nobody stay in this with no bunch of gossip. No bunch of foolishness. 
You think I'm a fool? You gotta say, no, 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 no. You ain't staying in my new garment with that craziness. That's right. You gotta say what I'm saying? All right. That's right. So you better take that. I almost said the wrong thing. You better take that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and every item of your new way of life. Well, start is again. Start again. <laughs> every item of your new way of life is custom made by the Creator. See, I'm, I'm custom, everything I'm wearing is custom made by the Creator. That's right. That means there's no default in it. That's right. Because it's custom made by who? The Creator. The Creator. Are you wearing it? Yes. Are you wearing it? Right. Are you wearing it? Yes. Well, don't let somebody else try to tell you how to customize it. That's right. To customize it. All right? All right. And again, all the old fashions are now obsolete. It's all that old-fashioned obsolete. I know you. No, you don't. No, you don't know me. Because that's all obsolete. I'm walking in the newness of Christ. That's right. God is good. Ain't he good to you? That's right. Don't you feel good about him? That's right. All right. And last on verse 12. So chosen by God for this new life. Of love. You're chosen by God for a new life of love. I come on. I am chosen. I am chosen by God. By God for this new life. For this new life of love. Of love. And guess where it's gonna start? Loving yourself first. That's right. Let me tell you something. You train people how to treat you. If you love you, they'll love you. You see, and if they don't love you, they gone. See ya. Wouldn't wanna be ya. Because you ain't coming up in here. All right, all right. I got one more sentence here, I think. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we are. All right. <laughs> That's right. We are dressed in the wardrobe God picked out for I us. am dressed in the wardrobe God picked out for me. You see? That's right. And some of you in here need to uncover it because it's there. That's right. It's there. All right. Full of compassion. I'm full of compassion, kindness, humility, quiet strength, and discipline. Yes. And when you get it, yes. you do this, and you say, I'm out of here, and drop the mic on it. <laughs> DJ. All right.